Here we go. It's time to do this again, isn't it? It's Monday, May 11th, 2020. This is episode 392. I know I say it, but I'm going to say it again. I cannot believe that I have over 300 episodes. Then we'll be knocking on 400 real soon. It blows me away. I've been doing this podcasting for a little over three years now. And it's it's a blast. And every day is a learning experience for me. I'll tell you what, it's chilly. 41 degrees, feels like 37. Highs are only going to be about 44 degrees Fahrenheit. Winds are out of the east, northeast, five miles per hour. It snowed here in upstate New York the other day. We set a record for our coldness. It was six, uh, 1966, it was 30 degrees, and we were a little bit colder than that. So we, yuck, yuck. We're not going to let that get us down. We're going to do all kinds of stuff and things. We'll start off with our quote and um, all that much more. So sit back, relax, enjoy, and we'll be right back. Welcome back. Let's start this with a quote. There we go. Let's get it running. Life is a balance of holding on and letting go. Rumi. Let's hear that again. Life is a balance of holding on and letting go. That's our Zen gong to be remembered to be mindful. I It reminds me of uh, a monk that my wife and I really dig, Ajahn Brahm. I love his, it's only heavy if you hold it. You got to drop the stick. Quit picking up the stick. You got to let things go. But every once in a while, we pick that stick back up. And it's heavy again. So life is that balance of holding on and letting go. And I really dig that quote. It's groovy. Have you seen my commercial yet? My commercial is out and aired everywhere nationally for Carpe. It was a blast doing that. It was just such a fun time. If you haven't seen the commercial, you can head on over to my website. And I'm wondering if you were able to have the opportunity to hear my interview with Carpe. That was a real fun time. Uh, my past episode, I think it was 390, which was a good one. Got a new, I'm totally going to jump around today, I'm sure. My brain is all over today. Um, but we got a new air fryer. Finally stepped into the new era. <laughs> Everybody else has one, and we haven't had one. And I got my mom one for Christmas one year, and we got my dad one for Christmas, and our oldest daughter has one, and my sister-in-law, and my mother-in-law, and everybody has them, and they rave about them, and we didn't have one. And I kept putting, I put one in my Amazon shopping cart, and I realized that once you do that with Amazon, but you don't buy it, you'll get notifications that it will go up or down in price. So, and then I feel like I'm playing a game. I feel like now... I'm going to wait until I can bid on it almost or whatever and get it at its lowest price. And I've had it in there for months and just haven't pulled the trigger on it. And the other day it went down almost $10 and I was like, now's the time to buy it. So I did. And we used it yesterday for the first time. We had a half a bag or less than a half a bag of frozen French fries and we put them in there and they came out awesome. I was like, what have I been missing? This was so good, so now I can't wait to try all kinds of things in it and try to be healthy, eat in a healthy way, I guess. I am 50, so I have to think about my health now that I'm older. I have 
uh, cholesterol, high cholesterol, and I have to take um, medicine for that, which is so weird now that I want to get 50. My wife thinks it's real funny. She got me some Centrum Silver vitamins and thought that was a good old, good old laugh she got off from that. Hooray! <laughs> Hooray for that, for Centrum Silver. <laughs> Thank you, I guess. I was talking, how was your Mother's Day? Did you guys have a nice Mother's Day? I got to talk to my mom, and I'm sad, though. She she was going to come visit and last month, or this month, May, and then postponed it to June, and now she's not coming in June, and then they were thinking about coming in September, her and my little sister, and I don't think they're coming now either because of the the coronavirus. It's just... I, it's not worth it for her to be jumping in an airport and traveling right now until something happens different. You know, she's she's older. And my wife works in a nursing home, so my wife's working in one of the most susceptible places for the virus, and she she can only sterilize herself so much. So, gosh forbid, she came home, and then my mom got it or something, you know what I mean? It just sucks. This sucks. The coronavirus really is a bummer, and I know it's bumming everybody out. It has been bumming me out, and it's just kind of that uncertainty, you know, that uncertainty that you just don't know what's around the next corner. It stinks. It really does. I'm still SIG-free. Cigarette-free. I Now there's a hooray. Can we get... Thank you. That's when we should get a hooray. Cigarette free. And I feel so great about that because I'm alcohol free. I'm four years, eight months and 21 days. Not that I'm counting. I just looked at it this morning before I came out to talk to you. That's that's 1,726 days of sobriety. And I've saved over $51,000 from being sober from alcohol. And now not smoking too. It just feels really good. My 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 vice now is coffee. I'm st- it has always been. I mean, ever since I've got sober, I drank coffee before I got sober. But once I became off the alcohol, coffee has been my big big vice now. If I like, oh yeah, I wanted to tell you. I I got something to tell you. I'll tell you that when we come back. So stick around. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Oh, yeah. So what I wanted to tell you is you're not going to believe what happened to me the other day. So if you follow the show, um, I was talking about my friend Corey, uh, my buddy out in Oregon, who was really sick, convinced he had the coronavirus. I think he did, too. His test just came back negative. Um, faults, you know, but those tests aren't perfect. And um, I was talking that morning, Friday morning, so just my past Friday, and I said, luckily for me, and then I knocked, knock on wood, I haven't been sick in a while. Well, I kid you not, as soon as I was finished uploading my last segment on Friday morning's podcast, I got sick. And I have that mysterious, terrible illness. If you follow the show, you've heard me talk about my woes. I'm not going to go all into it right now and tell you all my woes about my sickness. But it struck like a thief in the night again, like it always does, and just wiped me out again. And I'm like, what is going on? So today, 
per my wife's orders because she is like, <laughs> there is something we need to figure out what's going on with you. She's like, you're calling the doctor today and you're going to make an appointment and get in and, and have more tests done and figure out what's going on. And I feel like I really had to become a um, detective on my own. And I think you have to a lot of times when you're suffering from any kind of ailment. You have to do some research. Not that you want to get yourself all WebMD stressed, but to do a little research and find out. And I can't fight, figure out for the life of me what it is, except for the only thing now that I might suggest to the doctors, can you test me for an ulcer? Because maybe I have some ulcer or something. I, I don't know. I just don't know what it is. And it's brutal. It's absolutely brutal. It's brutal. So, um, yeah, I want to head on over to the fact site like we normally would. We'll do that. We'll head to the fact site, see if we can get a wrinkle on our gray brain. We'll head on over to the History Channel's website and see what happened on this day of history. And, uh, yeah. So I was telling you not too long ago about the nature trail that we found outside of the middle school, right behind the middle school. Not that we found it like it hasn't been there. It's been there for how long, but it feels like we found a little gem in this city, and uh, that's our new go-to. And I really look forward to going to that trail again because it was just so groovy. I, wa I really want to pack a backpack, bring a backpack with some um, water, get some water bottles, bring some water, and adult Lunchables. I call these little snacks that you can get at um, Walmart or any store, which I haven't been going to Walmart just because I've been trying to avoid that place. But they're like uh, crackers, cheese, prosciutto, or anything like that instead of the Lunchables that the kids get. And bring a couple of those and have some adult Lunchables and just enjoy nature and be out with nature. It's nice, too, because it's a good place to um, self-distance or whatever out there because you're on the trail. You're not bumping into a bunch of people. So, yeah, we're, we're down on that, and it feels good. We were going to, right before this pandemic, if you follow the show, too, you know that I was talking about getting bowling supplies, and I was, like, inches away from pulling the trigger on all new, like, two bowling balls for us, bowling shoes, bowling bag, all that stuff. And then the pandemic broke out and the bowling alleys and everything are closed. And we have a bowling alley like right down the street from us. So we'd be able to use that often and we haven't been able to. So bummer. Hopefully this ends soon. It really does. I don't, I don't know what state you live in, but I know that states are starting to open. But here in New York, we are not. We are still on lockdown. All right, stick around. I got to go get myself a cup of coffee. I encourage you to do the same. And when we come back, we'll we'll flip a coin and we'll see if we'll head on over to the fact site or the History Channel's website. We'll see when we come back. Stick around. I'll be right back. Groovy. Thanks for tuning back in. And Tales won. So we are at the fact site and we're going to ask that age-old question that we asked ever since we were children. Why is the sky blue? Many think it's the reflecting the color of the ocean, but that's a huge myth. It's not a short answer, but it's a simple one that's easy to understand. So let's find out once and for all why the sky is blue. 
what color of light does the sun put out in the first place? The color that comes from the sun is a white light that is a mixture of all the colors of the rainbow. When the sunlight gets to the atmosphere of Earth, it is scattered in every direction by the gases and particles in the air. It was Isaac Newton who discovered that a prisma could be used to separate the different colors and form a spectrum. I can remember still in middle school doing um, the spectrum test, and it was awesome because you were able to turn the lights off in your classroom, and you had these lights, and you used the prisma, and you got the Roy G. Biv. It was awesome. It was so fun. I remember that. I also remember when we dissected an onion and looked under the onion under a microscope. Good memories. I have good memories of school. I'm lucky I do. He further proved that it wasn't the prisma coloring the light by refracting the light back together. Each shade had each shade of colors consists of different wavelengths. Red has the longest waves and violet has the shortest waves. Short wavelengths are scattered more strongly than long waves. Then why don't we see violet sky? Hmm. That's because our eyes we distinguish colors by using cones in our retinas, which are actual, which are photoreceptor cells. Each retina contains five million cones of three different types, which specialize in different colors. Especially, or specifically, excuse me, the three different types of colors are red, blue, and green, which are the colors our eyes respond to the strongest. Even though violet is the sh- even though violet is the shortest, it is absorbed by the most by the atmosphere, making there less violet in the light. On top of that, our eyes are less sensitive to violet because of our color receptors. That leaves us to see a blue sky, since blue is the second shortest wavelength. So, on a clear day with no clouds, we will see a blue sky because the molecules in the air scatter blue light more so. Red light during the day doesn't quite scatter. Red light during the day doesn't quite scatter in the daytime. Why are sunsets different colors? Oh, you should see the sunsets we get here on Lake Ontario. They're some of the most beautiful sunsets in the world. They were ranked uh, one time National Geographic as one of the top sunsets in the world, and we get some beautiful ones. When the sun goes down, all of all of this changes, though. Sunsets are typically vibrant colors of reds, oranges, pinks, and purples. When the sun is going down, the blue light is scattered where the sun is moving, and the blue and it's blue out of the line of sight. It, um, if the air is clear, the sunset will look yellow since the sunlight has passed a long distance through the air. If you're in a more polluted area, the sunset will be redder since the light is passing through a thicker layer of atmosphere. This results in a blue and green light being scattered along the way while the red wavelengths pass through. Meanwhile, sunsets over the ocean may be orange due to the salt particles in the air. Huh, I didn't know that. Obviously, you should never stare directly at the sun unless you want to go blind. But if you did, you would see all the wavelengths because light would be directly reaching your eyes. Looking away from the sun makes it seem looking away from the sun makes it seem white in our per- peripherals because again we see light from shorter wavelengths. 
So yeah, there's our science answer for the day. It's a simple question asked by many, but the answer is really only known by a few. So now the next time the question comes up, perhaps asked by a child or surfacing as a question at your local pub, you'll be able to answer it if you could follow me. I, I think you probably could follow what I was saying. I, I think I actually didn't flub up too much when I was doing that. I kind of... <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. That happens sometimes. Stick around. We'll be right back. Thanks for tuning back in. We are now over at the History Channel's website, and we're going to find out what happened on this day of history. At least we'll try not to. <laughs> we'll try not to have another. Um... Yeah, we'll do our best. That's all we can do is our best. We'll always just try. That's what I'm always doing here. We live on a planet trying, and trying not to be too hard on myself because I don't need to take myself too serious. I'm not curing cancer here. We live on a planet. I'm just enjoying myself and. Um, Hopefully you're enjoying it too. Okay, on this day, the dust storm sweeps from Great Plains across the eastern states. On May 11th, 1934, a massive storm sends millions of tons of topsoil flying from across the parched Great Plains region of the United States as far east as New York, Boston, and Atlanta. That's crazy because we, we humans made this problem. Humans did it. Because at the time of the Great Plains were settled in the mid-1800s, the land was covered by prairie grass, which held moisture in the earth and kept most of the soil from blowing away even during dry spells. By the early 20th century, however, farmers had plowed under much of the grass to create fields. The U.S. entry into, the World War, into World War I in 1917 caused a great need for wheat, and farms began to push their fields to the limit, plowing under more and more grasslands the newly invented tractor. The plowing continued after the war when the introduction of even more powerful gasoline tractors sped up the process. During the 1920s, wheat production increased by 300%, causing a gulp in the market by 1931. So yeah, so we basically caused that. It's not surprising that humans did that because... That's just the way we are. Um, uh, 1858, Minnesota enters the Union. Minnesota enters the Union as the 32nd state on May 11th, 1858, known as the land of 10,000 lakes. <laughs> Minnesota is the northern terminus of the Mississippi River's traffic and the westernmost point in the interland waterways that extends through the Great Lakes and the St. Lawrence. Um, 19, 1987, the Butcher of Lion, a former Nazi Gestapo chief, is charged with war crimes. Good. Good. Klaus Barbie got charged with those crimes. Uh, crime, 1812, British Prime Minister Spencer Percival is assassinated. Whoa. Um, 1911, World War One. German prepares to protest the... Versailles Treaty terms. Treaty of Versailles. Versailles. Am I saying that right? You're not even paying attention to me, are you? Okay. Um, Vietnam War, 1961. President Kennedy, 
Kennedy orders more troops to southern or to South Vietnam. Here's another one of Vietnam. 1969, bloody 10-day battle at Hamburger Hill begins. They turn that into um, quite a few movies, I think, and it's just a really, man, Vietnam is just so bad. Any battle, any of our, just makes me sad. 1997, Deep Blue defeats Gary um, Kaspars, Kaspars, Kasparov in a chess match. The IBM computer, Deep Blue, beats him. 19 moves. 19 moves. Oh, here's a sad one. Oh. This one's this one's kind of sad. This one is, on this day, reggae star Bob Marley dies at the age of 36. Uh, where are we? We got a, something for Marley. Smoke weed every day. There we go. Bob Marley. He was awesome. Uh, 1985, fire kills 50 at a soccer stadium in Bradford, England. 1985. Sad. My brother-in-law, who lives in Prague, loves soccer. And he's borderline hooligan. <laughs> he's like, no, I'm not. He's not a hooligan. I'm kidding. He's just a super fan. And uh, that's good on him. Soccer here in America is not the same way it is there. Um, what else do we have? 1947, Invention in Science. B.F. Goodrich announces development of the Two Bliss Tire. 1947, Akron, Ohio. All right, I think that's good. We were able to get some wrinkles on our brain. We got, uh, yeah. A little wrinkle on our gray brain. All right, my friends. Stick around. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Remember, life is a balance of holding on and letting go. Remember, when you forgive, you heal. And when you let go, you grow. Try to grow today. Thank you for your time. I appreciate it more than you know. Couldn't do it without you. And I love when you stop over. Tell a friend about We Live on a Planet. Be a part of the show. Contact me at WLOAP.com. Leave me a voice message and uh, we'll play it on the air. Also, I have my upcoming interview this Wednesday with Dream Specialist Kat O'Keefe. And Wednesday, this Wednesday, I will be releasing my episode with Kurt of Inspirato Projecto. And then also this month, upcoming month, we have an interview with Peter McHugh and my friend Hugo Torres. Much more. I appreciate it. Sounds good. I think that's going to wrap up the show. Do your best to stay curious and not judgmental today. The best you can. And stay healthy as well. Thank you. I'll talk to you again real soon.